Hello, I'm Megan Strong, and welcome to episode 155 of Chairside Live, the first episode in our new format. And we're glad you're tuning in today because we have a great show. Dr. Justin Chi will present his first Chairside Live digital download. Then, we'll take a brief tour into Glidewell Laboratory's expansive implant manufacturing facility. But first up, Dr. Chi presents a clinical case from our in-house dentist, Dr. Ana Maria Murasan. Dr. Murasan replaces a broken PFM crown with Bruxer Now, our in-office milling solution that allows you to treat patients in just one visit. But in this case, Dr. Murasan will show us a few easy steps to stain and glaze a Bruxer Now crown for those patients who demand a little more aesthetics. We call it the Bruxer Now Enhance Aesthetic Technique. Let's take a look. The case we will review today is the replacement of a failing PFM restoration with a Bruxer Now Chairside Monolithic Zirconia material. Dr. Mirashan is going to utilize some of the greatest advancements in dentistry today, digital intraoral impression scanning and chair-side milling. Dr. Mirashan is using a medium-grit Zircator burr by Golden Dental Solutions to begin removal of the old restoration. This burr is specially designed for cutting through zirconia, so cutting through this PFM is performed with ease. As Dr. Mirashan goes through a process that I'm sure many of you have probably not seen before a tooth preparation. I'll discuss one of the reasons why we often see failure in bilayered restorations. Since its inception in the 1950s, porcelain fused to metal restorations have been a real workhorse in the dental industry. PFMs have allowed dentists to offer an aesthetic, tooth-colored solution to those in need of a full coverage restoration. However, with a flexural strength of about 80 to 100 megapascals, the feldspathic porcelain that provides the aesthetics is the major liability. Clinicians now have the ability to deliver a monolithic Bruxer restoration that is close to 1,000 megapascals of flexural strength, nearly eliminating the possibility of chipping that we often see with layered materials. When taking digital impressions, the fundamental rules of tooth preparation and tissue retraction must be followed very carefully. Dr. Mirashan spends some extra time utilizing buildup material to fill in any voids or undercuts. She uses a round-ended tapered diamond burr to ensure that the preparation has rounded internal line angles and sufficient convergence on the axial walls. This is important because the mill also uses a round-ended tapered diamond in a reverse direction to create the internal surface of the crown. The first double zero cord displaces the soft tissue apically, while the second size two cord displaces the tissue laterally away from the margins. Having the patient bite down on a properly sized copper cap that seats on the gingival margins for a few minutes offers additional support to the retraction cords. The digital system Dr. Mirashan uses is the 3M True Definition Scanner. A fine mist of contrast agent is lightly applied to the prepared area, and it is only necessary to scan the prep and the teeth adjacent to the prep. With most systems, there will be three sets of scans, the prep, opposing, and the bite. Here with the preparation scans, Dr. Mirashan takes occlusal positions along with rotating the camera to the buckle and to the lingual to ensure that all of the required data is acquired. 
Once the prep is scanned in, the second set of scans are the opposing. A little bit of the contrast agent is applied, and this process is underway. The last set of scans are done with the patient biting all the way down to record the centric position. So the buccal surfaces of the prep side and the opposing are acquired, along with the gingival margins to ensure that the software has enough data to stitch the two models previously, the prep and the opposing, together. Once all of the digital impressions are acquired, the files are sent wirelessly to the iOS fast design software. As with traditional crown fabrication, the first step is to establish where the margins are. The design proposal is created based on the size and position of the adjacent teeth. Multiple tools are available to make large global changes or small adjustments. Here, Dr. Mirishan makes adjustments to her proximal contacts, and you can see the value and the position, the heaviness of those contacts. A final check is performed and also a view of where the sprue is positioned. Here, Will is assigned the difficult task of pushing a couple of buttons on the touchpad to begin the milling process. After about 40 minutes, the restoration is completed and removed from the milling chamber with a special hex driver. Using a Diamond Burr disc, or Joe Dandy disc in this case, the restoration can be removed from the sprue and that area can be taken down. Here's the restoration seated in the patient's mouth with just a little bit of a diamond polishing paste applied to it. And you can see it blends in very nicely with the surrounding dentition. Here she is using an inverted diamond burr to create a little bit of an area for the stains to settle into. Using 50 micron aluminum oxide, she smooths out the occlusal surface. And here she is applying some dark stains right in the center of the occlusal surface to add some depth and also a little bit of shade stain at the middle to cervical areas on the axial walls to add some chroma in those areas. In a short 10 minute cycle, the low fusing stains are set on the restoration. And so within one appointment, a restoration made with the strongest chericite material was delivered to the patient without any functional or aesthetic compromises. This is just one of the many benefits that digital dentistry allows clinicians to provide for their patients. Thank you, Dr. Chi and Dr. Murasan, for that informative clinical case. And don't forget, you can earn while you learn with free CE credits by watching Chairside Live. Visit www.glidewelldental.com for more information. And we've heard from many doctors who ask if we really manufacture our own implants. Want to know the truth? We do. In fact, we manufacture over 1,600 implant-related parts right here in our Irvine, California facility. So let's turn it over to Grant Bullis, Vice President and General Manager of our Implant Division, for a brief tour of our implant manufacturing facility. Thanks, Megan. One of the questions we get a lot is, where are your implant parts manufactured? And the answer is right here in Irvine, California. We have about a 10,000 square foot facility, and we manufacture everything from our scanning abutments, our implant systems, our parts, our prosthetics. We make nearly two million parts a year for 31 different platforms, nine different implant systems, plus three of our own. 
So we're in our facility here. We have 20 screw machines and a couple of high-precision five-axis mills. And we make everything from abutment screws to scanning abutments to multi-unit abutments. From the uh, simplest part to the most complex uh, implant components, all of them are done right here inside this facility. Besides the machining and the manufacturing of the components, we do our own packaging in-house as well. We do our own anodizing and color coding. We do our own surface texturing of the implants. We do our own packaging for a private label and for in-house. And we do our own sterile product manufacturing. All of our sterile product manufacturing is actually done over here in our clean room. It's an ISO class 7 clean room. And we manufacture our implants, our healing abutments. Anything that's packaged sterile and has to have a high degree of cleanliness gets packaged in our clean room. So to verify our products are within specifications, we use the latest automated inspection of programs and equipment. What we're looking at here is a, a, a screw for an abutment, and we're looking at, on the right-hand side, you'll see the tolerance band and where the part is within tolerance, and on the left-hand side, you'll see the actual dimensions of the part. The engineers at the product development team here at Glidewell design and maintain the specifications for all the components we produce. From abutment screws to implants, it all starts here in the engineering team. So thanks for joining us on this brief tour of implant manufacturing. We hope you enjoyed your little peek behind the scenes. And back to you, Megan. Well, that about wraps it up for this week's episode of Chairside Live. On behalf of everyone here at Glidewell Laboratories, we thank you for watching and hope you'll come back next week for more clinical content. Well, that wraps it up. Now I'm all mixed up. And we've heard from many doctors who ask if we really manufacture our I feel like I'm going to burp. I'm sorry. Stop moving around, Andrew. Sorry. It's okay. He's back there dancing. La cucaracha, la cucaracha.